TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome to The Connection, a weekly radio program where we share our experiences and expertise with stories of caring, courage, and change right here in Connecticut. Listen to learn about needed resources to improve your well-being and transform your life. Now, here are the hosts of The Connection, Lisa DeMattis-Lapore and Ann Baldwin. Good morning, and welcome to another edition of The Connection right here on WTIC News Talk 1080. My name is Lisa DeMattis-Lapore. Joining you today, I am the President and CEO of The Connection, and I am extremely happy to introduce my wonderful co-worker, Beth Connor, Chief Administrative Officer at The Connection. Good morning, Beth. How are you? Good morning, Lisa. Thanks for having me on the show. Oh, I'm so happy to have you there. We see this interesting dynamic across the state of Connecticut and actually in um, all of the United States of uh, because of COVID, there are a lot of unemployed people right now looking for jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw on the news the other day that gas prices are going up. And the reason why? Because they don't have trained uh, drivers Um, it's a six month training program or something in order to be able to bring these gas tankers throughout the United States. So our gas is going to go up. So there really are, um, job openings really all over and especially in Connecticut. And I know that the work that we do with the connection is really so important. Um, we serve so many people in Connecticut that are rebuilding their lives and, um, Really, our work affects the entire family of the clients that we serve. And um, today we have extremely special guests with us, a longstanding and loyal employee, Gail Eureka. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. Thank you. Good to be here. Thanks, Gail. Thanks for joining us. And Gail's had a really unique uh, career path. You know, we want to talk today about uh, sort of the job market and what's going on in our communities because you're right, Lisa, there are so many um, help wanted everywhere you go, help wanted, help wanted, help wanted. And there are a number of unemployed people, but, you know, we're not seeing uh, enough jobs being filled. And at The Connection, too, we have a number of job openings and we're looking for some really good people that want to help others. Uh, Gail has been an, uh, just a uh, example of a wonderful employee. He's been with the connection for uh, just about 10 years. And we're going to ask Gail to tell us a little bit about herself. She really, she came to us in kind of a unique way. Um, she actually had a business background before jumping into human services. And uh, Gail, do you want to tell us a little bit about 
um, sort of what your career path has looked like before and now uh, with the connection. Sure. I Right out of college, um, criminal justice was always my passion and it was always my focus. And when I graduated with my bachelor's, I was sort of, um, I knew at the time I didn't want to go work in the jail system. Um, so I ended up working in retail um, for Ann Taylor, and I started there very low level and over the course of 10 years um, worked in different roles and worked my way up and for the last five of the 10 years worked in our office in New York City. And my main function was basically operations, and I continued to do that. So for about 15 years, five years after leaving Ann Taylor, I was still in an operations role of helping a developer expand his shopping center um, throughout the United States and developing those and bringing in new um, tenants and things like that and doing lease management. So I, I ended up strictly in this retail business operations type of background, um, and I enjoyed it and I loved it. I had always wanted to come back into the community justice world, but I was looking for a master's program throughout that time that really fit what I wanted. It wasn't really until um, 2010 and starting at the University of New Haven that had the right program that I was looking for, which was a master's in criminal justice with a focus in forensic psychology. So I left the working world and focused on my master's um, and through the professors at UNH who were familiar with the connection, who had partnered with the connection in various um, ways, whether it's offering the internships or working on special research projects. So I was able through that, thankfully, um, because the program I was in didn't really have an opportunity for internships. It was a traditional, you go to school and you take your comp exam and you're done. But I really pushed the issue because I did not spend any time working in the field and I, I knew absolutely nothing. Uh, so I was fortunate enough to have a professor work with a director who said, yeah, I'll take her on as an intern. So um, 42 years old, I came in as an intern starting my you know whole career over in human services and I started um, in the residential work release programs in New Haven as an intern and then started um, after I graduated as a case manager, kind of then went to program manager, then program director, um, and then switched divisions three years ago into family support services as a manager um, in supportive housing for families and now um, serving as a director for supportive housing for families. And you've done wow. so much great work um, with the connection and at the connection. How did your how did your past business exposure? I, mean, I worked in retail too, Gail, as you know. Mm -hmm. And I always say retail can will and Lisa did too, actually. That's um, right. Mm -hmm. Retail will prepare you for any career field. <laughs> uh, tell tell us about yeah. how, how the trenches of the retail uh, business prepared you for for a career in human services? Well, it's a different yeah. form of residential life, I think, um, the retail world, because <laughs> yeah, you work true. you work long hours, you work overnight doing different kind of, mm -hmm. you know, what we used to call store, you know, changing the store with the merchandise. Mm -hmm. um, and you work with all different kinds of personalities and interact, um, not just within the store, but if you're in a mall setting. So I think operationally, it's, you know, working at Ann Taylor and learning really in a store environment we were responsible for our budget our own you know profit and loss statement for wall statement um so i learned budgeting there and spending money because again we had to manage that so that that helped coming into residential as a manager and director i was already familiar with what those you know 
budgets look like and how to manage it and, and knowing what lines you're in control of. So it helped there. I think time management, organizing, um, and really part of what I was doing, you know, in Ann Taylor too was within my district and then region would go and help stores kind of clean up and get better organized um, if things were mm -hmm. really in disarray. So that was similar coming into residential. I could see, you know, changes, quick changes that could be made that didn't cost a lot of money, just systemic things that would be make it much easier for mm -hmm. staff or easier for clients. So it, it definitely lays that groundwork of having the vision of what am I looking at? How can systems be better? How can we move quicker? How can we, you know, save cost saving um, tips here and there? So it helped there. And also scheduling. Um, mm -hmm. One of the stores that I worked in was at the Westchester and we had um, about 30 staff. So back in the day, I was really used to how to work a schedule to get everything covered for the busiest times. Mm -hmm. um, so that really helped with coming into residential where you're scheduling for three shifts, knowing what are the busiest times? Where do we need the most coverage? Where can I afford to move people? Where can I step in myself and cover that doesn't cost the program a great deal? So it definitely helped from the management standpoint. Um, and obviously the human services in, in the sense of working in retail and you have that direct customer contact, right. client contact, um, and it's right. all the same experience. Not the same experience, but you want to give the same experience of you're still working with a customer in services. Right. So, right. Mm -hmm. it, it's all customer service, really, right? It is. It is. It is. It's just different when they're living with us. <laughs> Some of the shoppers felt like they lived with us. Um, but this so is true. It is. So it's learning how to engage appropriately and effectively and not make someone's days worse than when they arrive. And so Gail's been a great example of someone who has pivoted her career, but also has had significant growth within her career at the, at the Connection. And like many others at the Connection uh, that come in as, as a case manager out of college or as a residential aide, not even having a college background, we've seen many people um, grow their careers, just stay with us as a, um, a career path for growth and uh, development. We have Lisa, how, how many years have you been with The Connection, and where did you start? 30 years, and I never, you know, obviously never thought my career would, would be here, um, but I started working um, at the Women and Children's Program in Middletown in 1991 when it was underway, and, you know, I, I had retail background also, um, worked in, you know, many different stores and, man and management positions from Macy's to Harstands Jewelers, et cetera. But I, you know, I like the same like Gail, I thought, why did, what did I, you know, I want, I went to school, but I wanted to, my passion was really um, social work and I wanted to get back into the field and, you know, saw this job posting and thought to myself, this is a really uh, visionary organization because at that time there were very few women and children's programs um, in Connecticut, most of them were, you know, men and women. And I had worked in a couple of those and thought that it was really off balance. There wasn't gender specific programming for um, male or female. So to see the connection do that. And then similar to, to your story, Gail, I worked, you know, across all the sectors of our organization and in all the different, um, you know, areas that we have, family support services, community justice and behavioral health. And so I was able to, like you, Gail, you know, really get a flavor of the organization and, you know, the rest is really history. Um, and I think that's one of the wonderful things about our organization is that, um, you know, just by your story, Gail, and my story and others, 
that you have the opportunity to learn many aspects um, of different populations at the agency, and there is a lot of room for growth, and um, it's an extremely rewarding career. And, you know, <clears throat> Gail, you and I have laughed about this several times, but, you know, we both love residential work, um, and it is really time-consuming, and it really takes a special person um, to be able to work residential. But the beauty of working in a residential program at The Connection is the opportunity to really see people come into treatment and see them evolve and change and really work on their, the many issues that they have, which it's really rewarding work. It's hard work, but it's really great work. Um, and to be supported, too, in an organization where you can flourish and grow, I think, is really important. And, I mean, Beth, you, when you join yeah. The Connection, your role has changed also. It has. It has. And I've, I've never worked directly um, with our clients, but to my background, too, uh, in retail and in uh, human resource management led me to the nonprofit sector uh, about uh, 15 years ago. And uh, it's been my passion as well. Um, being in a supportive role, it is a little bit different. I'm administrative, but um, I'm able to see sort of the fruits of, of my labors <laughs> And, um, you know, knowing that what I do positively impacts lives, so many lives across Connecticut is so rewarding to me. And, you know, as I've told others, there's nothing like nonprofit work to make you feel whole as a person. Um, it really fuels my soul to know that what I'm doing helps so many people out there. And, and I just have a little piece of that, but I know what I'm doing is really good for uh, tens of thousands of individuals in Connecticut, and I'm so happy to be able to do this work. I came in as a communications director um, almost 10 years ago. Gail, I think we started about the same time. We did. And October will be 10 years. Yeah, oh, wow. I'm celebrating my 10th in next February, so I think you, you were mm -hmm. a few months ahead of me, but mm -hmm. uh, communications director and you know, then I took over the fund development, uh, raising money and hosting fundraising events, which is also uh, part of my background, a little bit of marketing. I have my bachelor's in marketing and I have an MBA. So I really enjoy the relational aspects of my job, um, have always worked with people and the public. And, you know, my passion is, is networking and, you know, working with others to help others succeed. So um, in that, uh, my role has grown and changed, and now working under Lisa as Chief Administrative Officer, I'm able to sort of put everything together, overseeing our HR department, our marketing communications, fund development, and business development areas of the organization. So um, it's just really, the connection is a great place to spread your wings, to put down some roots, and to do a variety of things. Um, you know, based on your interests, your background, your talents, whatever you have to offer, um, we're always there to help people grow along the way. I definitely can say that is true for the connection. Uh, you know, when I came in as an intern, I could remember my first day walking into Roger Sherman House thinking, I know nothing about this place, this program, but all I knew is I felt like I was home. Mm -hmm. I was supposed to be there that's where I wanted to be. It never felt like work to me. And I think for new candidates or, or anyone looking to maybe start at the connection or come to con the connection, apply for a position, 
there's so much opportunity, I think more so than most other human service agencies, other nonprofits. There's such an opportunity to change, obviously to grow. The world is your oyster as long as you, you know, want to be open to new experiences. You know, community justice was my background. I had the opportunity to go work with um, women and children in the family support services, supportive housing, work with a new state agency that I was not familiar with. And it, did, it has brought a lot more into my knowledge. And I'm you know, thankful for the different opportunities to move around and explore and learn new things. So I think there's a great opportunity for new people coming in to experience different positions, different divisions. Um, across the board as long you know as much as you're willing to be open and want to try new experiences um, it's I think surpasses many other human service agencies just in that aspect alone especially with all the training that we offer um, an opportunity to even try out different things within the agency definitely and Lisa and I are talking to Gail Eureka program director here at the connection and I want to uh, point out for anyone that's interested in working with us uh, please visit our website theconnectioninc.org forward slash careers theconnectioninc.org forward slash careers and we have multiple positions available in many of the service areas we've talked about um, of the agency in many regions of the state so Lisa talk a little bit about our services and the, the range and the depth of the work that we do um, so that folks can get a better appreciation for what they might uh, want to work with um, with us. So, you know, as we talked about, we have three distinct service areas, um, community justice, as we said, family support services, um, and behavioral health. We offer a wide range of services for um, many populations, and it includes house programs for, you know, supportive housing, permanent supportive housing, um, we offer programs for, uh, obviously, substance abuse for women and for men, residential and outpatient services throughout the state. Um, we also work, we have a foster care program. Um, we also do, you know, obviously outpatient, um, outpatient counseling and therapy. And um, we have several reentry supportive housing programs for um, men and women coming out of the uh, criminal justice system and, um, you know, coming back into society and, you know, needing to, you know, get a job and, you know, get back on their feet. Um, as I had said earlier in the um, program, we have a, a huge uh, women and children's program. Gail is working in that area now, and uh, we have one of the largest supportive housing um, for families program. And uh, that's a program where men and women who um, have had um, substance abuse issues and are involved in have an active uh, DCF case, um, we help you uh, with wraparound case management services and find a place for you to live and work with you as you, um, you know, navigate your world, um, getting back into, um, you know, working and, you know, dealing with your children and really every possible service that you need. So we do have uh, programs throughout the entire state of Connecticut. So we are extremely widespread. We have 42 unique programs. So we are very large. And as you can imagine, um, you know, we are always looking for different um, entry staff to come in and um, join us. And we do have many positions available right now. Um, and so we are hoping that anyone who might be listening to this program, if you are in college or getting ready to graduate, 
or you are looking for a uh, change in your career, or you are looking to get into the human service field, um, you know, we want to encourage you to please reach out to us at The Connection and explore our options. The other thing that we do is we do do a lot of um, onboard um, training and orientation for staff mm-hmm. that come up to, that come to our agency, and I'm really excited about um, the training opportunities that we have at the agency. And you will receive, you know, supervision, but most importantly, not only will you be helping helping to rebuild lives throughout Connecticut and every population um, and age, but you'll also um, be able to personally grow with training opportunities we have in the agency. Beth, can you share a little bit about what some of those training opportunities look like? So we um, are very proud of our training opportunities, both in the clinical field as well as leadership development, basic skills training, things like Excel training. Um, Mental health first aid, we have things like um, CPR training that is required of all of our staff, Narcan administration training. So some things very specific to the work that we do in human services, and then other professional development opportunity trainings. But our training department is super robust. Um, We have both in-person and online training that all of our staff um, get involved with and need to have in order to continue to do the good work that they do. I want to mention too, Lisa, that as with Gail, we always welcome interns into our programs. And we work with a number of uh, colleges, not only in just in Connecticut, but across the country. Students that may be from Connecticut looking to start with us as an intern and then grow from there as Gail did. Um, So those opportunities too are listed on our website in our career uh, page at www.theconnectioninc.org forward slash careers. So check it out. We would love to have you work with us. Many positions available in many different areas of the organization. So, Gail, I would, um, I think you are really um, a fine um, example of um, really growing your career at The Connection. And you, by the way, still growing your career at The Connection, which is exciting for me to see and hear about um, the great work that you're doing um, right now. And, you know, um, as I told you before, I was having a conversation with uh, our chief program officer yesterday about, you know, the skills that you have and the unique background that you have and how important that is, um, especially, you know, not only with, you know, working with management and operations, you have that, you know, you just have that skill, but your ability to enjoy working for people. And it really hit home for me when you said, when you walked into the program, you felt like you were home. That really, you know, warms my heart because I know how much you really care about the connection. But before we end, Gail, um, for our listeners out there, can you just give, tell them, you know, what, what is work satisfaction for you? at the connection for work satisfaction at the connection for me it's it's twofold um it's working with the clients helping them move from point a to point b because we're just a part of their journey and we try what we can to help them move along in their journey so it's seeing that happen for clients um, achieve things be successful in the programs and leave in a better way that they came in so there's that piece of it and i'm fortunate enough to be in that often enough to see it the other piece for me as a manager, supervisor, is staff development and growth. That's that's one of the biggest things for me is to watch staff grow and develop. And with the agency having all of these trainings in the Leadership Academy and seeing case managers move into management and able to foster that, 
I have satisfaction on both ends. I get to see staff learn and grow and promote and clients do the same in their lives. So I'm satisfied in both ends and, and fortunate enough to have the ability to have both of those sides. Um, and I, awesome. really, I, I think part of it too, just for our listeners is um, with our values, it's really family oriented with clients and, and with each other and supporting different programs, moving amongst programs. It's, we work cross-functionally, um, and it is a great family team and environment that I, I couldn't say enough of. Well, Gail, I just want to um, thank you so much for being on our show today, Gail Eureka, and, of course, um, Beth Connor, Chief Admin Officer at The Connection. And always want to thank our listeners who tune in every Sunday right here on WTIC News Talk 1080. is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay. Plus taxes and fees. Phone fees 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. See T-Mobile.com.